This is Verse Curious, the podcast of New Poetry Reviews. I'm Benjamin Landry. I'd like to take a moment before this episode to ask a favor. If you appreciate the work of Verse Curious and bringing you news of exceptional poetry, please take a second to scroll down to the bottom of the podcast page and leave a five-star rating. Doing so will help others discover Verse Curious for themselves, and will also help more readers discover these excellent collections of poetry. Thanks so much. And now on to the episode. Taken down from the bookshelf today is Every Hard Sweetness by Sheila Carter-Jones, published by Boa Editions in April 2024. When do we begin to see our parents, not just as fallible gods, but frail? There must be a moment when their voices shift from the timbre of command to beseeching, and the apparent confidence reveals what it has long since become, a habitual bluff. And what of the bodies from which those voices issue? When the strength begins to give way by degrees, or all at once, if they have not been monsters and we begin to have compassion for their dawning weakness, is this pity self-directed? Do we care for them as we hope to be cared for? Do we suspect in our own mirrored faces the pinched aspect, the questioning and tenuous eyes of our forebears? In the poem, His Voice on Branches, a young Sheila Carter-Jones calls out to her father at an apparent post-funeral picnic. I call through a muddle of color. Say, Dad, he's swearing into the new green woods, as if words will snag on branches of a plum tree blossom and bear luscious fruits, with pits hidden by dense foliage. I stand mute as pebbles scattered creekside, stiff in the slow, measured twist of his neck as he turns carefully, within his reliable brown skin, steadily bringing his body back. He keeps coming home, like waking, blinking two, three, a hundred times, and shaking his head clear. His eyes are streaked as a cardinal, zipping past petals of forsythia, the cautious red, anxious yellow. I bend, kiss the bald spot on his head, hold my lips there. The father's sudden frailty, the lost forest of his anger and bewilderment, are not a result of natural aging. Carter Jones's father is what she terms one of the gone dead. In 1965, he was beaten and arrested by police during a traffic stop. Following a cursory trial, he was committed to a hospital for the criminally insane in rural Pennsylvania, a not uncommon fate for a black man vocal about his own humanity in the grips of an American institution demanding otherwise. For six and a half years, Carter Jones's father languished at the so-called hospital, run by an uncredentialed doctor, and under constant threat of murderous beatings, medicinal subjugation, and the ordinary cruelty of enforced forgetting. The poem, Anatomy of a System, juxtaposes the child Sheila's mastery of frog anatomy and biology class, including knowledge of the organs and their functions, with an ongoing account of dehumanization and organ failure of an incarcerated victim at the hospital for the gone dead. I don't know yet the answers institution officials give to questions about the death of a man, that when his body is exhumed, it is empty all of the internal organs gone, even his brain. Official cause of death recorded, heart attack. The act of removing the organs 
is the final indignity, the institution's ultimate insistence of the victim's lack of autonomy, as well as the institution's effort to guarantee impunity and cover its murderous tracks by destroying the evidence. I don't know yet, the poem concludes, that my father will be systematically erased for six and a half years, that he will rewrite his life as he reorients his body to not pinned down. While Carter Jones is cognizant of the spiritual and psychological stakes for the chronicle of her family's experience of segregation and an institutional racism continuing into the present, she approaches these issues through the testimony of material fact. She includes artifacts such as family photographs and pictures of, for instance, a ceramic dog her father was given by a white employer for whom he worked as a chauffeur. That the dog is dark, wears a chain, and is missing half a leg, and was picked out by her father who sustained a serious injury to one leg as a result of an institutional beating, testifies to a complicated totemic value. Another poignant artifact is a paper-woven wallet that Carter Jones's father sent home during his ordeal. The wallet is tightly woven from strips of cigarette packs, cigarettes being the main currency of the father's incarceration. The attached poem makes clear that the wallet holds no dollar bills, a signification of those years stolen from father and family alike. Later, Carter Jones recalls keeping vigil over her father as he dies at home. While one expects a spiritual rumination, what Carter Jones gives us instead is an ode to the body, the material dearness of life, as though that is all we can know of grace, as though, particularly if one is black in America, the body is all the more dear because it could be taken away at any moment. I stroke my mother's hair, recalls the consoling narrator. Feel her fatigue supple on my thighs as she curls, gives her head completely to my strength. Both knees are like knots on branches of the front yard maple. The clavicle sculpted so exquisitely, I see what has been carved from years of love, shaped with care. The specifically black body in its precariousness is further elaborated in a poem Carter Jones recalls about a particularly painful blood draw before her hip surgery. The nurse is hunched over my arm, which she has pulled in and pinned to her body. I start to move my mouth. My jaw muscles are heavy and stiff. It takes a long time to get words out, but I manage to garble, Who's the president? She says one word with prick and puncture and with gusto of triumph. It is Trump. I feel I have to protect myself in my vulnerability. The name almost makes me jerk my arm away. But she has me and is pushing the needle deeper as if to say, I dare you to say one word about my president. I close my eyes, too groggy to think clearly, hold my breath, hold my tongue. Of course, even bodies and selves, which are notionally free, can be fettered in silence. The natural world is, finally, one place where physical connection seems fully possible. Carter Jones recalls one memorable tree, presumably from her childhood, and imagines, could the old ones be passing information through root grafts? Many dark bodies teaching oneness. My father's consciousness among them encodes rhythms in me. 
Why do we need this poetry now? Sheila Carter Jones's Every Hard Sweetness is an exceptional distillation of by turns a tragic and triumphant black experience of America. The first full poem of the collection, a direct address to the reader, clarifies aims and approach, with lines like, This letter, context, first I hope in reading you, experience, in a way never been felt or known up to now, poems tell people, trauma. There is also trees, flowers, and other objects. I'm the girl, 1960s, black body, fought back, resistance based on joy. The epistolary approach is intimate, disarming, and the piece skips along like a hissing tape or scratched record. The poem is an artifact, one of many generously divulged by the author throughout the collection, which reads more like a memoir in verse than a standard collection of poetry. In every hard sweetness, Carter Jones privileges continuity over variety, concentration over diversion. It is a frank and serious work, and it succeeds in capturing the audience's attention. We see clearly Carter Jones's father as the protagonist of the family's story. It is a crime that he was subjected to the hardness, and also a mercy that he lived to taste the sweetness. That's it for this episode of Verse Curious. Much gratitude to Dever Sedell for our theme music, with production assistance from Ryan Miller. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts at the bottom of the page and help others discover Verse Curious through the magic of the algorithm. Also, please subscribe, share, and consider donating via the button on the Verse Curious Red Circle homepage with my thanks in advance. See you next time.